up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Big and Blizz podcast with your hosts, Big Mike and Blizzy. Uh, episode 20, you know the deal. Um, it's repetitive by now. Anyways, uh, I want to start off, we want to start off by congratulating the Chicago Sky of the WNBA. They are the WNBA champs. Uh, congratulations to those women over there. Uh, I know it's a hard fought battle all season for any sport, any league to win a championship. So we salute y'all. Yeah, that was like you said. It takes um, takes a long time to get there. Yeah, you know, I mean, respect championship. Um, it's a marathon. It's a, you got to run a marathon through the seasons. I don't know how many games a WNBA season is. To be honest. I mean, the NBA is 82 games, but still, it doesn't even matter if it's half of that. It's still, that's still a marathon to run. Yeah, well, and I was looking at something because I want to... So, I saw this thing, and it was a meme, and it's kind of fucked up. Um, but it said, because the Suns lost mm-hmm. the NBA championship, yep. Phoenix Mercury lost the WNBA championship. Damn it. It's the first time that... Um, like the WNBA and the NBA team both have gone to a championship and then they both <laughs> lost the championship. So do you think that the Arizona Cardinals might make the Super Bowl and lose this year? I... Hey, they're on pace to do big things. They're, they're the only undefeated team in the NFL right now, right? Yeah. Kyler Murray's still doing it. I know last week uh, on the podcast we talked about Miles Garrett and it was Miles Garrett, right, for the Brown, the or the Cleveland Browns, yep. and he uh, his Halloween decorations in his front yard had tombstones, uh, seven of them marked with various uh, NFL quarterbacks, t- uh, players randomly selected, is what it seemed like. You no, know, well, four of them were were his, or three of them were his division. Doesn't mean the other four were very. Yeah, there was. I think there was two or three more, two more that he was gonna play this season. Obviously. Um, Kyler Murray and the, yeah. the Cardinals being one, and then there was two that were just random. I think Derek Carr was one. I don't. Know, I don't. Either way, but um, but the, we saw it earlier on TMZ Sports. There was a snippet of uh, after the game when they came out and congratulated each other and showed love, where there was a sound bite where Kyler Murray had told Miles Garrett, uh, "Like yo, like I'm offended. Why did you put me on the tombstone?" Blah blah. And he was like, you know, Miles Garrett said it's motivation, it's motivation. He was like, yeah, but I mean, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, obviously the Cardinals won the show undefeated. And Miles Garrett was like, well, not tonight. You you played, you know, a great game and yada, yada. But anyways, it was just funny that that segued into that. But speaking of Miles Garrett, I mean, that's a good segue right there, big. This man, second, he said literally the second game he doesn't wear sleeves, gets tested, gets sent a random... Quote, unquote, we're doing air quotes over here. Random drug test. Was and this it, last week we we talked about the first one or the week yeah, before? I think it was last week. We had already discussed this. So, yeah. Not this, but... Only his second time, and this is exactly what his uh, Twitter post says. It says, I go sleeveless <laughs> two times and get randomly drug tested both times. I would try three for three... <laughs> But you can miss me with the blood draw, not yeah. the vibe. Sleeveless Miles is retired. Yeah, he don't want to get poked. He said he would go three for three just to see if it was just to, to, to prove that they were giving him random drug tests every time he didn't wear sleeves. Mind you, if you didn't hear last week, we talked, this guy is, he's, he's like the Incredible Hulk. This man is shredded. He's always wore like a loose-fitting white, well, long sleeved shirt. Yeah, it's under, like under. It's, it's like 
it's not like an Under Armour spandex or an, uh, uh, not. I don't know Nike what brand it is, but yeah, it's like loose kind of. I, I, I say Under Armour because growing up in sports, Under Armour is the first one to have like the spandex oh, yeah. wear. So I always call it Under Armour, but and then I have to retract that. It's not. It's it's um like the spandex wear or whatever the sports spandex. Yeah. It's, so it's, it's a loose fitting loose. like a Dak Prescott wears or or um, Zeke because like I said I'm you know I'm a Cowboys fan Zeke wears every so often a, a loose fitting it's almost like just a long sleeve T shirt kind of yeah yeah so he so it, it, he last week didn't wear one at all like a, a For the undershirt first time. and got a random drug test this was the second time he went sleeveless got a random drug test so this the, this he, motherfucker he screensh- shredded he screenshotted the text message because it's a text message now that you get hit with oh wow because they, they used to send out like a header and everything and so um, it says it says today at six oh one a.m. that's how the screenshot starts. And it says, hello, my name is... And he blocked a person's name yeah, out. Yeah, got to. I'm contacting you on behalf of the NFL. You've been selected for a random hot HGH blood draw. HGH. So it's not, it's not, it's not a fucking... It, uh, 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 like a substance. Like a, you know what I'm saying? Like an alcohol or a weed. They're it's, looking it, for... It, they're looking for steroids. human... HGH stands for a human growth hormone. That must be... Mind you, he got this text at 6.01 a.m. Must be completed by twelve today. Please Noon. confirm. Noon. So he got he had five hours and fifty nine minutes. He gets another text at seven fifteen because obviously yeah. was he, he, he was probably sleeping. Sleep sleep it says please confirm. Damn it! I'm like damn, bro. Like, like, can you not understand? Homeboy was probably taking a nap. Like they're like that hour. He's out there trying to find some cover up medicine. Right. Like like the fuck. So, but he said he would go three for three just to test out the theory that they're only testing him because he is showing how big his arms are, but he doesn't want to get poked. Nobody yeah. wants to get needles in him. Yeah, I mean, so. you, you want to get a tattoo. You don't want needles in you, but you do for the sake of getting the work, the art done on you. You know what I'm saying? But Oh, yeah. Nobody, I, I, I've, I personally have never met somebody that's like, fucking poke me. You know what I'm saying? But I guarantee there's some weird, real sadistic, weird people out there. That well, I mean, I've... I've seen like drug addict documentaries. Oh yeah, and some of them say that the needle is it's part of the high. Yeah, but yeah, but in this case, it's well, like, no, I'm saying yeah, like no, but I understand. That's what like you're saying, a weird. That's that's very weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It's super weird. But it hey, teaches own. Everybody's different. And to those people that have addictions and are addicts, hopefully you guys get your treatment and, and yeah. Like I was just like I find that. You know, I just thought it was like a weird thing. Like, I mean, it makes sense, I guess, because it, it, in your mind, you would think this is what leads to that euphoric feeling for some people. It's just like you know, like the anticipation, like yeah. when you see the needle loading up. You know what I mean? Yeah, anticipation like heightens your. Yeah, I get. I I I can see. How I, that I, that's just like in theory, like, like yeah, because we don't. I don't know that to be. Yeah, we've never been that. You know. Yeah. So, but yeah. So congratulations to the. The sky and and then Miles Garrett and the tombstones and Kyler Murray like we just jumped around you know what I'm saying yeah so where are we on next big um, I mean we're talking Miles Garrett and football yeah that's what the segue was sorry yeah so um, let's we we actually tied this week in picks we'll do this real fast oh yeah um, both no, where did I put it oh you know what we didn't oh we do that lot we do that on air right we we do our next week's picks. Uh yeah, so we were ten, we were both ten and four. That's counting oh, tonight's game because we right. both picked Browns. Yeah. Um, so we tied ten and four. There was no tiebreak on that. No, yeah, we both ten and four. Um, 
And then this week it would be Chiefs Titans, which is the early game on uh, Sunday. And we I, I said, went Chiefs. I said Titans. He went Titans, and then you got football team versus Packers. Packers. We both went Pack. Uh, Panthers versus Giants. Panthers. Uh, we both went Panthers. Um, Falcons Dolphins. We both went Dolphins. Falcons. Uh, Jets versus Pats. I went Jets just to be tiebreaker. I went Pats. He, yeah, just to be opposite. Um, Eagles versus Raiders. We both went Eagle, or we both went yeah, Raiders. I was like, no. We both went Raiders. <laughs> I um, like the Raiders and the Eagles are a rival in my division. Uh, Lions versus Rams. Rams. Uh, we both went Rams. I don't know who's betting on Lions. I mean, they're probably you know probably gonna win one throughout the season. I'm not saying for sure. Not the Rams though. No, not the Rams. Absolutely not. Bears versus Bucks. We both went Bucks. Yeah. Um, Texans versus Cardinals. Cardinals. We went Cardinals. I mean, Cardinals are undefeated, and the Texans have what one or two wins. Yeah, they're not doing it's great. Bad, bad. Um, and then Colts versus Niners. We went Colts. Both of us. Uh, Saints Seahawks. Uh, I went, went Saints and I went Seahawks. And then next Thursday's game, uh, Packers versus Cardinals. I said Packers and I went Cardinals to I remain went with, I undefeated. Went with, I went with the with, you know the win it all kind of thing. But speaking like you know, obviously you mentioned all the teams besides the ones that are on bye weeks, which my Cowboys are one of the bye weeks. But you mentioned Miami and Houston. There's some traction there. There's some fuckery. You want to speak on that? Uh, yeah, I, I just don't get it. I, yeah, I 100% no. don't get it. I, I would if you knew dude was he was going to play. He was, was able to play. Yeah, so... But... This, yeah. We're talking about... Honestly, and this is crazy. In the NBA, three team trades happen pretty regularly. Yeah, all the time. I honestly... I if I If I'm sitting down thinking, like, in all of my years of, like, being super into the NFL... Mm. I don't know if I've ever remember hearing of a three-team trade. I have. I just can't remember. Like, it's, it, it's more behind. You don't like with the NFL. You don't. It's not throw like it's not broadcast as much. I, I just I couldn't think of. Yeah. Like the last time I even yeah. heard one talk about, like even talked about. Yeah. But um, right now, Miami supposedly, um, Miami, the football team, and the Texans are all in conversations. To move some play, well, two players and a lot of picks around to deal with the Deshaun Watson issue. Um, yeah, that's that's not even dealing with the actual issue at hand. Well, for the Texans, yeah. it is. Yeah, what I'm saying, the the legal shit. Yeah, not the legal shit. But yeah, the Texans right. are dealing with their issue because Deshaun didn't want to be there in the first place before yeah. all the legal shit. <laughs> um, but Miami would receive Deshaun Watson, who we we still allegedly did some shit. Lots of shit. Allegedly. Same shit with a lot of different people. Masseuse Um, and allegations, but that's alleged. um, So they get him, and they don't... We don't know if he can play? Yeah, he's still on the exempt list, isn't he? Or whatever uh, the list is. Yeah. And uh, the Washington football team would get Tua. And the Houstons would receive... The twenty two the twenty twenty two first round pick from Miami, twenty twenty two second round pick from Miami, twenty twenty two second round pick from the football team, twenty twenty two third round pick from Miami. Um there would also they're talking about there may be conditional picks thrown in. Um, for example, if 
Tua is to make the Pro Bowl, um, then <clears throat> some picks would some extra picks would be thrown into maybe to Miami to make them feel better. I guess. Yeah, that's a lot of fucking picks and, and offerings and shit, though. Yeah, the, the, and that's the, just the, crazy. the last sentence in this article is the real question: Is does this even make sense? No. If it's what we discussed earlier... You're telling me... Just, okay, play devil's advocate, play the negative here. Deshaun Watson, not saying he's found guilty. Deshaun Watson does not play the rest of the year. Hmm. Doesn't Say he doesn't play next year at all. What, yeah. did, what did Miami do? They, they sold their... What was what was his second overall pick? What was Tua? First. First. No, Jackson, no... Was no, it was Burrow was first. Right? Joe Burrow. Yeah, Joe Burrow, I believe. No, that um, was... Was it... Either way, first or second. But they ta- there was a whole campaign. Tank for Tua. They tanked for Tua. You know? Oh, yeah, no. That's what I'm saying. And, like, so you, you took Tua, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And what... Last year he sat behind Fitzmagic for so long. Who got injured in uh, Washington this season. But do you see what pick he was? Fifth. He was the fifth Was pick. he? Yeah. Oh, okay, pick. okay. But still, top five? No, yeah, one million percent. And so you're telling me you took a quarterback, top five. And now, you potentially get nothing for him. Yeah, because if he's found guilty, he's done, done. Oh, it's a shot. Prison, probably. You oh, know? yeah, with the numbers he has, like that. Uh, Better be that accusations, yeah. Of the accusations, like if he doesn't do time. There's going to be an uproar. Yeah. He's still practicing with the team right now. He's found guilty. And that's if. That's a a hard if. Um, But what I'm saying is, so you're telling me that if the worst case scenario is you get nothing, like literally, you don't just get nothing. You give away your top five pick. Yeah, and then you gave gave away your first, second, and third round pick in this next, next draft. To potentially not have a quarterback. So here's my thing on this, okay? This uh, this is my question. Like, my curiosity, I guess. Yeah, he's accused of all this, and you know that each team has somebody or some some buddies that they pay to investigate, go through fucking everything, clean the books, look at shit from your past, everything. Yeah. On top of that, they have the NFL, like the commission, the head, all the owners that they pay need to have their own investigation. So if Miami is even entertaining this trade offer or whatever, or reaching out for a trade, if they've had fucking five different PIs, public investigator, whatever, private detectives, Dick Tracy's, look at this shit, they might know something that we don't. If this trade potential, exactly, it's 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 a possibly possibility. Yeah. If this trade goes through, I'm willing to bet that they know. Well, you know they know more than we know. We're only getting the Associated Press who lies about everything and gets fed some bullshit information from Adam Schefter. Oof. Who um, doesn't put out real stories? He has. He 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 sends the story to the person that he's talking about to have them. Redact or edit the story, send it back so Make you can sure put it doesn't it hurt their ego too much. Yeah. The only real news you get from Schefter is when he's breaking news about trades and sh- breaking news. 
But anyways, <laughs> sorry, Schefter, but ouch. Um, it is what it is. Right? So I'm willing, I, I'm, I'm, if I was a betting man, I would bet that these teams in the NFL knows more than we do, and I'm, I'd probably win that oh, bet. Oh, yeah, they know more than we do, but it's still a gamble. Absolutely. Because I'm not saying it's not. But like you said, if they're going to gamble that much, they have to have some kind of... I, you would think. I, well, or they just don't. Or they're just dumb as fuck. I mean, they are the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> well, they're not good. Nobody said they're dumb, but I don't know. I mean, they did think Tua would be their franchise quarterback. Ouch. Yeah. I they, mean, they did have issues with Rick Williams only because he smoked weed. Was, I mean, the whole NFL had has issues yeah, with people you're for right. smoking weed. You're right. You're right. I can't. I can't. Um, any more NFL news? Um, yeah. What about Tom Brady's comments? With uh, with uh, uh, about Aaron Rodgers and the Chicago Bears. Oh yeah, Aaron Rodgers had said, "I still own you." Um, he, after ta- a, he taunted the fans after the a place. touchdown run. Uh, Which he's not wrong. He's he's won more of these losses in Chicago. Oh yeah, and that's a rival. And uh, Tom Brady had said something like, "Good for him," type of thing. Yeah, I'm I'm so happy for Aaron. That he owns that he, some he stock. owns real estate in uh, in in the Chicago Bears. Like Tom Brady's on. He's been on. Hey, ever since he left fucking uh, New England, he's been on some some his bullshit. And he, and I I like this Tom Brady. If this was the Tom Brady we got from the jump, I don't think he'd have so many fucking haters. Honestly, I'm gonna be real. I didn't like Tom Brady until he. I, I respected him. But I didn't like him until he got with the Bucks. Oh, he's been way more like vocal and personal. Yes, like, and I, this new Tom Brady, I like this guy. I like this guy. He he seems like he'd be cool to hang out with at the bar and take some shots and talk shit. You know? Yeah. And so, um, speaking of what Roger said, Olin Kurtz, who's a former Bears center, said, "I would like to punch him in his face." When you see that, that's my first reaction. Why? Because he said something that hurts your feelings. And uh, oh, I guess, my vagina hurts. Uh, Roger's explanation was that he blacked out after he saw a Bears <laughs> fan flip him the double bird after he scored the touchdown. And it was a female. It was a female uh, uh, fan too. I, I saw something about that. She gave him the double bird. And, he blacked uh, out. Crute said that was a very lame excuse to use. It is for uh, for that uh, what he said. And, I mean, that's on the field, in the heat of the moment, if you heard Aaron Rodgers popping off, I could see you shoving him or, like, see somebody react. Yeah. But, like, after the fact, like... Isn't this guy retired? Is it? Oh, yeah. This player hasn't been a player. Like, come on, bro. You're a center from win, bro. Like, I don't... What? Like... Hey, I, I googled, is Deshaun Watson allowed to play? And this is what came up, right? Sporting news. He's technically eligible, el, uh, eligible to play for the Texans right now. The quarterback has practiced with the Texans to avoid daily fines of 50K per McLean. However, he has yet to be active for a game despite being on the 53-man roster and eligible to play. The NFL has not sta- started its investigation of Watson's conduct. So... With that being said, if this trade goes through, the three-team trade with fucking uh, Houston, Miami, and Washington, 
he can start day one when he gets there. Okay. He's eligible to yeah. start. So the only thing that would be stopping him is the coaches or management saying he doesn't know the playbook or whatever. So that right there, if they're looking to bounce back and hopefully they're hoping the NFL doesn't start the investigation until next season, which if they open one, you know the NFL. That's going to take a year. Oh, yeah. So they're, they're looking for – Wins in the next within the next two or three probably. So yes, he the 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 answer to the question is yes. Deshaun Watson can play, and that trade is a is a big fucking weird situation. But again, one of those things. Public opinion. Would Miami be willing to take that negative public opinion to play Deshaun Watson? Yeah. If they're going to trade for him, absolutely. Yeah, okay, yeah, if they pull the trigger, yeah. but like... But I'm just... Is it worth it? Is bringing him in for potentially an unknown number of games? Like, he could get suspended yeah, at any point. He gets suspended tomorrow. Yeah, like, yeah absolutely. Or never. Is know? it... Is it... Well, I mean, th- we we can say we can say we could say in our opinions it might not be like if if we if we were to say ooh, excuse me ooh damn no it's not worth it I don't think we're it not is. running a franchise I just don't think it is I I don't think it is either especially since but, he hasn't played for so long either well I'm just and I'm thinking more public opinion like Miami's never really given a fuck about public opinion though they're so well, what I'm saying they're they're now in this day and age. I Things are different. I get that. But Miami's such a huge city, and their fans, think about this. They've been on the losing end for the since Dan Marino, more than they've been on the winning end. Oh, yeah. And they, their fans are fucking die-hard loyal. I don't think bringing somebody in, even with the allegations, is going to deter the die-hard fans. Yeah. I mean, shit, I call Ronnie right now and see what he says. You know, Ronnie Leaf is a huge yeah. Dolphins fan. I don't think that would deter him from being a fan, whether he thinks he did it or not. I think the the W column is all that they really care about. Yeah. Plus, people that know the situation, or not know, but are on the outside looking in, it's a it's a it's a it's a 50-50 right now. I'm not gonna sit here and say these girls are lying because I don't want to ever discredit uh, a female from from uh, if she was actually sexually abused or whatever. Okay, but then again. I'm not going to say he, you know, he didn't or did do it because I don't want to discredit a man because there's allegations all the time from females that aren't. Oh, facts. That's what I'm talking yeah. about this on, on this show about um, Darren uh, Darren Watkins or whatever. We talked about a couple players that were uh, um, accused and lot that were in college. And that never lost got a their fair life. Shot. Lost their life. Not like and, physically, but like I mean, shit for nine or eight years for the one that could have went to UCLA. He did, and then you know what I'm saying. Well, and yeah, then, lost their livelihoods, their yeah, dreams. Videotaped video uh, or uh, audio taped that the girl admitting she was lying, and then got everything cleared out. And there was a dude from Baylor, Texas, the big muscle bound dude, looked like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh fuck! I, can't I just seen right another. It, it, he always comes up in my feeds, but um. He was projected to go like top five. Oh, easy! That guy was, and he was accused and uh, didn't get drafted at all. Didn't have a shot. They didn't, they didn't even look at him, and then it came out that she, the the female was lying too. So, I mean, we're humans. People lie all the time. So you don't until there's facts that have been presented. And right now, 
there's not facts. There's accusations and there's really no proof. So that we have access to. As yeah, the yeah, that we've seen. I and and, and even uh, Big Mike and myself. I mean, maybe we didn't dig deep enough into it, go down the wormhole enough. There might be some of you that have uh, have seen shit articles that have more um, clarity in the situation, but we have not. So it is what it is. But back to the question. He's he's able to play. He's not on the the the, what's the commissioner's um, exempt list. Exempt list. So it's just a situation of. I mean, are you willing it. to take the heat? Well, I mean, what the Texans the, obviously aren't willing to take the heat. Well, well, like with Ezekiel Elliott, fucking that domestic shit. He got suspended <laughs> six games, and everybody, detectives, cops, everybody around, even the witnesses said that he didn't do anything at all. He didn't touch her, and she had been known to lie on him the whole time. It was a scorn ex-girlfriend. And they still suspended him for six games. The NFL be wild enough. Yes. Roger Roger Goodell. Goodell. The Ray Rice, two-game suspension, which that was the punishment. It's like double jeopardy. They That was his, his verdict. That was it. And then the video came out, which he it did show way worse. And then they, were, they suspended him indefinitely, which he should have been. Oh, he, he should have Yeah, and we're not saying that he was right and he shouldn't have been, but the situation is you can't do double jeopardy where you suspend somebody for X amount of games and then double punish them. Either way, I wish they would have suspended indefinitely from the jump, but they yeah. didn't. So that should have taken the second part off the board. But anyways, so that's how I'm, I, I'm ranting on about that. But. So back to this center real fast. Sorry, there was a mosquito I had to get. Um, he was a stud. Was he? Six times pro bowler. You know, I've never once heard center and stud in the same con- or this, the same conversation. Um, yeah, he was he was drafted, and this says this right here says he was the number one center available in the nineteen ninety eight draft. Yeah, was taken round three, pick sixty four. Okay, um, he played with the Bears from ninety eight to two thousand and ten. Damn, and then played one season after that with the Saints. Yeah, um, years. 11 or 13 years? Yeah, he had uh, six times Pro Bowler, four times Brian Piccolo Award, which I'm assuming is some kind of lineman award. He was named to the NFL's 2000 All-Decade Team Mm -hmm. and to the 100 Greatest Bears of All Time Team. Shit, okay. Um, He played in 195 games and started 187 games. Damn. Oh, so he was a stud. Yeah, but I mean, I get, I get why he's repping his city and. and well, like and I said, in the moment. Him. Yes, but come on, you know. But after the fact, like he said, I own this city, like or I still own you. Yeah, I still like own that's you. not. Yeah, that's was, not even that good of shit talking. Yeah, like, it's, like it, it's good, but. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not like. Like it's not. It, it could have been. F- it could have been a lot worse. But that's what I'm saying. Like. Yeah, it was it could funny. Have been vulgar. It was funny his reaction to what the fan did, like yeah. whatever, like. But like, it's not fighting words. Especially like you're this dude's forty four by the way. Like you're forty four years old. Oh wow! Retired NFL player, and you want to punch Aaron Rodgers in the face because he said I still own you. Yeah. Like come on, bro. Should done that when he played. Anyways, he didn't it. make some fucked up comment oh, about the Bears. The Bears. The Bears. Like, come on, bro. Right. That's just a bunch of horseshit. But speaking on um, fuckery in the NFL, so Patrick Mahone's younger brother, Jackson Mahone's, 
Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> did we talk about Sean Taylor and the retiring re- retiring his number? Last yeah, episode? we did. I believe. Okay. So, as a way to cover up, the yeah, scapegoat some shit and Gruden throwing him the bus kind of thing. Even though he did what he did, I'm not saying. But, anyways, so the Washington football team um, we talked about last episode was retiring Sean Taylor, one of the most legendary fucking um, safeties ever played the game, who died very prematurely. Yeah, he was murdered. But anyways, so before the game, well, they have his number was 24. Or what what did they retire? Because he played two numbers when he was with Washington. 27. Uh, (coughs) I think it was 27. I don't believe it was. I think or it was forty-seven. No, 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 no. His number is twenties. I think it was twenty-seven. Uh, twenty-four, I believe. Uh, twenty-one. Marks, twenty-one. Okay. <clears throat> twenty-one and twenty-four is what he rocked when he played for the, at the time, the Redskins. Twenty-one. So, so they, and they no twenty-one and thirty-six were the only numbers he wore. Oh shit, my bad. Anyway, so they were not. They retired twenty-one. Is what they retired. Okay. So down by the end zone on the side, they had. In Washington football team colors, 21 painted really big with the outline, just like, you know, you would paint in the end zone. Yeah. And um, they had it rubbed off. Well, Pat Mahone's younger brother, Jackson, is a big TikTok person. He's younger, you know? So he dances and takes a video of him doing a, a dance on TikTok before every game, during, after, on whatever. All the time. On the sideline. Well, this... Kid, I call him a kid because he's, he's he's a young adult. I call him a kid. You act like a kid. You get called a kid. Yeah. He, inside the roped-off area, did a dance to a vulgar rap song talking about sucking and fucking and stuff. Yeah. Uh, did a, a, a TikTok dance on the painted 21. That was in remembrance of Sean Taylor during the... The game where they were retiring his number with his immediate family in the stands. I think that's fucked up. Disrespect. You couldn't have done that right outside. He released a statement saying that the the Redskins um, security personnel was directing people to stand inside that roped off area on top of the number. And if that's the case, the Reds or the football team fucked up too. That should have been roped off. For nobody to stand in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But for you to do a TikTok dance to a vulgar ass song, come on, man. Come the fuck on. Have some fucking respect. Well, that's I know like, he, even if they said stand there, stand there, I'd be like, no, I'm not standing there. I'm definitely not doing a fucking dance. It's like fucking Juju. Yeah. He dances on logos and acts like it's, oh, why yeah. is it that big of a deal? Yeah, on the star. Yeah, no, it's... So you get smacked in the fucking mouth, bro. I think we're part of the millennial group, like the age range, but I just hate to be um, lumped in with millennials. In I, was, a sense. I was at work. There's two different sets of millennials, yeah. to be honest. There, there well, that, that's the thing is there is. There's actually. Oh, I didn't know this. I yeah, I was at a training please. for work the other day, and there is. There's two different. Um, uh, fuck, I have to try to figure out what uh, what it was called, but there is. There's two different. Uh, millennials. And uh, there's actually names for them. Uh, oh, it's, so it's Generation Y mm-hmm. and Generation Y1. So and there's actually a third one now that they're... Generation... 
So Generation Y is like the like twenty two year old the young of, ones. Yeah, and then okay. Generation Y one is kind of that like upper twenties, like the twenty nine. Yeah. And so, then Y two is considered the thirty to thirty seven millennial. Okay, so I'm Y two then. I'm yeah, thir- I'm thirty six, and you're Y two then. You just turned thirty. Yeah. Hey, and uh, y'all didn't. I don't think we discussed that, but happy late birthday to Big Mike. His birthday was on the thirteenth of this month, which was last Wednesday. Yeah, October thirteenth. So. But yeah, so happy late birthday, brother. So they they've actually started distinguishing because they do That's realize good. that there's a huge difference between us earlier. <clears throat> Yeah, we're born earlier. We're yes. born earlier, and then the later born millennials. Yeah, y'all later born ones. Most of y'all are fucking. I'm not gonna. Yeah, it's a hard word. I can't say that. Juju, but yeah, like you can't <coughs> act like you didn't know. Yeah. Besides, like at this point, like we've all seen uh, Patrick is Patrick Mahomes. He's having an off season. Oh yeah. And I, I honestly. I don't know if this is a hot take. I think it's because of his brother and his fiance. You think so? I you think, think that's what's causing his off. I think I don't think it's. 100% I know that they're that. both a distraction. Before this season, I didn't know who his fiance was. Neither. I didn't know who his little brother was. Nope. It, but it, I, it, I, I just found out about his little brother what uh, month, within the uh, the three the, weeks when ago I, when I well he forced himself into the spotlight when he dumped, dumped that water, water on the Ravens fans. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really think that those two are taking a toll. Are messing with him <clears throat> mentally at least <clears throat> me. for off the field shit. I agree. I, and I'm I, not I, saying I can, that I can see that. I'm not saying that um, him and his fiance are having like relationship issues. She's just been in the media a lot, talking speaking shit. out of turret, talking shit. Like I've always like think about like Vanessa Bryant. Like, she didn't talk. Sorry, I showed Big Mike the. We were watching the 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 Golden State Warriors versus the Los Angeles Clippers earlier, and the dub the the Warriors were whipping their ass, and then we checked back in at like a quarter later, and the the Clippers were winning by two. The Warriors pulled out the W by two, one hundred fifteen to one hundred thirteen. But I know we're talking about all the other stuff. Steph, first quarter. 25 points. Was he 9 for 9 from the field? What would, what was it? Uh, it was 9 for 9 from the field. Let me see. I, I have and a screenshot. 5 for 5 from 3. <clears throat> Let me, uh, I'm going to look at the text I sent you right now. I think that's what it was. He went 25, 9 for 9 from the field, 5 for 5 from 3. 100% through the first quarter. 25 points in the what first quarter. I, I'll look that up right now. So. Let but, me see. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, but you see, like... Vanessa Bryant, one of the more like known athletes' wives. Yeah, Kobe Bryant's wife. She, did you see her running around talking a bunch of shit about shit she didn't know about? Hell no. No, because she didn't want to be a distraction. Like, how many other wives or fiancés or whatever do you see talking shit on Twitter and stuff back and forth? Hey, you don't. Not a lot. Not a lot, anyways. Like, so Steph ended the game with 45. 45 points tonight. 
That's it's less than I thought he'd have. Yeah, well, after 20, 25 20, Yeah, he scored. He so he scored twenty through three quarters, but that's what I'm saying. I figured he was gonna finish over fifty at least. Well, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. But hey, I'm not knocking forty-five. I'm just saying, like when you score twenty-five in the first quarter, and the game's like if it would have been a Golden State blowout and he yeah. sat the fourth quarter, yeah, that makes more sense. But when the game is that close and he scored twenty through three, which means he scored. Like six, not even six. He had ten rebounds too. Five and a half point five. Oh no, no, sorry, sorry. Ten assists. My fault. My fault. Yeah, so he that means he essentially scored like six and a half points per yeah. per quarter after that. Yeah, and he was facilitating a lot. It seems like yeah. It, hey, they got the dub, so it don't really matter. Yeah, one million percent. The two. It's just kind of weird to see twenty five and then yeah, and, 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 and then man hits and then forty. Forty-five. Yeah, and hits and in a close game like that, like I said, if they would have won by thirty and he sat the whole fourth, yeah, it would be less weird. But to see a close game where he, but I mean, he must have done well. They all he, he played thirty-eight minutes, forty-five points, went sixteen for twenty-five from the field, eighteen for thirteen from. Free I mean, throw. that means he missed almost a full quarter. Yeah, and he went eight for thirteen from uh, three points. That means he missed ten minutes. Oh, sorry, I'm I. He had ten rebounds and one assist. That's weird. That's fucking. I thought when I said ten rebounds that's earlier, weird. I was like, "That's got to be wrong." I, it had to be assist. No, ten rebounds, one assist, and one steal. Look at the top line right there. I mean, I guess he had to do what he had to do to win. Six three, going up and getting it. But one assist. That's that's really fucking odd. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a deep search in that shit. That's but, weird. Really weird. But yes, back to Vanessa. She never talks shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, mo- like literally, like you never heard in the spotlight unless Kobe had beef or not beef, but the drama. The drama, him and that's he what Roger. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, it, she never. Other than that, like he took her red carpets, but that's it. Like, if I'm thinking, like, if right now, if you were, if you were like a hey, rattle off some professional um, sports wives, mm-hmm. Vanessa Bryant, mm-hmm. Aisha Curry, yep. And I don't even know Patrick Mahomes' fiance's name. That's fiance, so it's not even Mahomes, huh? No, and so I like <clears throat> who else is there that you can think of, like off top? Oh, um, oh, Dwayne Wade, uh, Gabrielle Union, but yeah. she had her own career before that. Yeah, but no, what's their uh, Carmelo Anthony, Lala? Well, they're not; they're going through a divorce, I believe. Lala. Um, Anthony, but uh, Vasquez is what you Vasquez, but um, and then Tony Beckham, Parker. What's David Beckham Jr.? His wife was part of the um, the girl group from England, Spice Girls. Oh, Spice Girls, yeah. V- uh, Victoria Beckham. That's it. Well, and then Tony Parker. Who was his ex? Vic, uh, uh, Longoria. Yeah, Eva. But they only date. No, they were married. They were but, married. But still, you know, think about but that. She, but see. Spice Girls, she had her own. She was famous that's, on her that, own. That's what I'm saying. So Eva Gabrielle, Longoria, Gabrielle famous Union, on her own. Gabrielle Union. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's not like... Aisha, but not for the wrong things. She's made her own business, her own Oh, life. yeah, no. That's, that's what I'm saying. And, and Vanessa, because she's taken over fucking Kobe's empire. Oh, yes. Yeah, so I mean... Speaking on that's a great transition. Yeah, so she's trademarked... I, I think the, the article I read... The seven trademarks. Seven right? trademarks in the last, like, month. Um, one of them being KB24, which she wants to turn into like a like a big camp training like setup. 
because her plan, she said her whole life purpose now is to make sure that Kobe his and, and everybody on that plane didn't die in vain and they want he, she wants to make the legacy keep going. Um, and that includes, obviously, Nike. She terminated that contract. She's trying mm-hmm. to figure out where they're going to go shoe-wise from shoes, here. Yeah. Um, and so she's literally, she's her whole focus is on... And I and from a from a person who's dealt with loss, like yeah. is she doing it to stay busy? Possibly. Part of it just to stay busy because if you're busy, you don't think about shit. Yeah. Which, if that's what she's doing, cool. She's doing things the good way. Like, but she's also, I mean, she was a part of it. But she, oh, she's always been a part of it. But she's inherited on top of it. A whole fucking empire. Like, he had so much shit in motion. There was shit I didn't even find out until after, like... Dude, vitamin I, water. Or not body vitamin armor? Body armor. Yeah, I didn't know he fucking had I so had much money tied no up on that shit. He helped start that. He invested to start that shit. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you would think having him as your one of your investors... He was a silent partner. Maybe that's... That's crazy. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? Think, you would think that'd be on the forefront. You would think, like, he would do a commercial or... Like in your mind, you're like yeah. to make it like big. Yeah, that would have been the easy way to make it big. And they just let it sell itself, and it did. Big. It did big. But imagine Kobe behind, like, in, not in behind, in front of oh, that. Fuck, Jesus. it would have been. I had no idea. The wife, kids. I don't. I drink Gatorade, but everybody knows Gatorade. But um, the wife and kids love body armor, and I didn't know until after his death, like a month after his death, that he was even. That he even had a hand in that shit. It was like wild to me. There was a way more shit with medical shit, like like devices, you know, yeah, like the hyperized kind of thing, but not that. Way more shit, and it's just like he has fucking hand in everything. Oh yeah, one thousand percent is. And he was so excited to be retired because then it freed up so much time to do so much more. But the one thing that he it freed up the most that he spent the most. Devoted to his family and being a fucking girl dad. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. And um, like we've talked about, his whole reason for buying, for starting to take helicopters places yeah. was to be able to pick his daughters up from school and still be able to make practices yeah. and like that kind of stuff. Because LA traffic, I've lived down there in, in Southern California, is no fucking joke. To get, if you live 15 minutes from the Sable Center, it's going to take you an hour and a half to two hours to get there in, 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 in Gridlock, you know? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, having a helicopter, you fucking hover just brrr, right above it. And that was ultimately his downfall. His, it's crazy that the thing he did to be closer to his family was the thing that took him away from his family. Yeah. Minus, minus his daughter, which RIP to Kobe and Gigi and the other seven, you know. But we've talked about it before. That's just, it's still his heart, bro. Like, that shit is never going to ease up. Like, it could be five years from now, we talk about that shit, that shit still tugs at my heart. That, I mean, he's, and he's still one too. of the... But Nipsey's not as bad as that one. He's still one of the only uh, sports people all time to ever win a fucking... What was it, in a... An Oscar? An Oscar, Oscar? Yeah, something Oscar. like that. Yeah, first to do it, right? Like Yeah, it was his little... His little short film. I love... Yep, I love basketball. Yeah. And then he's had his children's book, which um, my son has, and then he had his... Uh, uh, the other one that I guess you could say was kind of a semi-autobiography with, it had some pictures in it which my son has as well we own but I mean R.I.P. to the bean the great the goat one of the goats you know top two him and him and MJ were mm, close you know 
So, missing at that LeBron is fucking second shit. Anyways, that's how I feel. But speaking on... Yeah, it was... Brian won the Academy Award. Which is an Oscar. For Best Animated Short Film. Um, and it was Deer Basketball. <clears throat> yeah, thank you. Deer Basketball. And I don't understand why they call... Like, it's the Academy Award, but they call it the Oscar. But I, from what I understand is... The trophy that you're the the yeah the basically a trophy the award they give you when you win the Academy Award that it's a silhouette of a man right yeah they nickname him Oscar so they call it the Oscars yeah so yeah and it was it was all his that short <coughs> animated film was based on a poem he wrote for his retirement and then him and a, uh, an artist got together and did that short clip, hey, that's which dope was, it was it was great it was really heartfelt too. So and and he read that poem to, I believe Staples Center, but and then turned it into that. But it's a sad situation. But since we're on the topic of basketball, you want to discuss this top seventy-five? It's this fuckery that nobody that we don't agree with. So I find it weird. So you hear top seventy-five? You think top seventy-five players of either now or the seventy-five years the NBA's been a business, right? Yeah, the the top 75. But when you hear top, you think the best 75 players in the NBA over the course of 75 years, right, Big? Yeah. The best. That's... But tell them who did the voting for this. So the media... Um, the media always fuck shit up. Media, past and present players voted, coaches and... Um, Front, uh, like front office people voted. Executives, owners, um, and shit like that. Yeah. So, this article says a total of um. Uh, it says a blue ribbon panel of current former NBA players, coaches, general managers, and team and league executives, WNBA legends, and sports writers and broadcasters were asked to select seventy-five of the greatest players. As a result in the voting, there was a tie, um, so it actually features 76 players, um, 11 active players, and this is this is one of the things that's weird. All 50, all 50 um, of the players from the 50th anniversary. Well, should be what? Ni- uh, 1995? 96. No, no. Is it ninety? No, that's what it says. It says which was okay. which was named Nin- in ninety six. Yeah, the top fifty in ninety six. That was the fiftieth anniversary. Yeah, they 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 had to had remain. to be part of it. Um, I understand that more than anything. That you already put them in the top fifty, so therefore twenty five years later, there's only twenty five new new players you can put in. Right, that's what you would think. Right, twenty five yeah. new players because the the fifty were already set. From the 50th anniversary. So let's get into 25 players from 1996 to 2021, right? 11 of... But that's not what the fuck the NBA did. And you guys are fucking idiots. Just going to throw that out there. Whoever came up with this bullshit. But I'm going to let Big Mike take it and tell you what it is. Um, so 11 current players are made it. And then it was... No, no, no. Not that they made it. There was only 11 current player spots available to vote for, right? Is that what you said earlier? I'm that's what... I thought that's the thing, the... The... What do you call it? So give... get show Talk about the rules if you have them up, if you don't mind. I tried pulling them up, and I don't know if there was... 
the the way they did it on the when we were watching the game earlier, I I think it was misleading how they showed okay, the. Okay. Okay. Because um, what did it say earlier that we talked about? Just it looked the what they put on the fucking broadcast. It looked like it said it had to have six international players. Okay. But this is saying that there are six international players, and this is coming right from the NBA's um, website. Like it's a whole article. Um, it actually lists all the voters too at the bottom. And some of the names are Giannis voted? Like, what? Yeah, the current players got to vote. But my thing is... Um, no wonder Giannis it, made it in. How can you in. say that six international players made it if they've never played the NBA? They that, all have. It oh, was no, they have. Okay. Yeah. So it was misleading. You're right. It yeah. was really misleading. Okay. So okay. so the six international players, which one of, these, one of these I find really funny. Okay. Okay. Um, so honestly, obviously we have Antetokounmpo. Yeah, yeah. He was Greece. Yeah. Patrick Ewing was from Jamaica. Oh shit. I didn't know that. I yeah, I didn't know that either. Um, Steve Nash is from Canada. Yeah, I knew that. Um, Dirk is from Germany. Germany. And then he Hakeem Olajuwon is from Nigeria. Yeah. Makes this sense. one, I find very suspicious. Borderline. Is suspicious. It this person is from the U.S. Virgin Islands. Bruh. Tim Duncan. Are you serious? He's considered an international player. So wait, who who was the one from Jamaica? Patrick Ewing. Okay, okay. I, was, I, I thought how? When, when you said that, I was thinking I had I pictured Tim Duncan in J- the Jamaica one. How? If it's the U.S. Virgin Islands. Just because it's not technically a state, because I don't need a passport to go there. Yeah. So how there, is that? Or the DR, right? Dominican Republic. You don't need passport. Uh, co. No, Puerto Rico, because we own that, Puerto that's Rico. That's Dominican Republic. Um, and so, like, I don't if I don't need a passport, that's not international. No. Yeah, right. In my in my eyes. Right. Because um, that's weird. So there was, uh, there's this one. Uh, four players who played their first All Star game. Four of these guys had played their first All Star game in 1951. That made the squad. Jesus Christ. Um. Uh, where there was something that was crazy. My whole thing is, Clay Thompson got left off. And the only reason I bring this up is because Clay Thompson had uh, quoted or made a, a statement earlier, saying that in his mind, his ability to play basketball was, um, you know, within the seventy-five top players. Like he thinks that he was good enough to make the top seventy-five, but. Uh, ultimately didn't and i agree he has three rings and championship rings has nba records he's got two one of them was for scoring 37 points in one quarter we talked about this earlier big yeah and uh that still hasn't been beat uh that was 2014 scoring 37 in one quarter and also he's got um records for most three pointers in a single game i believe or a single playoff game. So he's got three rings, multiple fucking records in the NBA that stand today, but didn't make the list. But Dame, Damian Lillard, who I, I love Dame. He's from Oakland, which is um, closer to us than you know you, you guys probably know. Um, he's a great player, a fucking, but he doesn't hold records and doesn't have any championships. 
he's been snubbed for making the all-star team, but he finally, I think he finally made one. But how was he on top 75 before Clay Thompson? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? like like I said, this is like, we we say it all the time with the All Star Game, like it's just rigged. In but a sense this whatever. was this was the thing that was crazy. So Bill Russell uh-huh. joins um, Bob Cousy, yeah, George Mikan, yeah, was it Mikan or Meekin? Mikan, Mikan, okay, and Bob Bob Pettit. Uh huh. They're the only four players that have been named in all four of the anniversary teams: the twenty five, the thirty, which. Why would you have a 35? Yeah, where the in? fuck would you have a 35? I don't know. 25, 50, 75, and then next, you know, 100. Yeah, so the 25th fuck? anniversary team. Only 10 net people were named to that team. In the um, 25? At the 25th anniversary. They only... should have been 25 and 25. Well, see, this is... when Earlier when we were, when I was talking to Maxine about it, this makes sense because... It's life. No. Um, when, like, to me, like, it's cool to name the top 75, Yeah. but... The so for the twenty fifth anniversary they named ten people and the thirty fifth they named eleven. Dumb as shit. Well, like that makes sense because to me it's like you're narrowing it down to a team. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 got you. Because <coughs> seventy five is not a fucking team. No, this no. ain't this ain't fucking Bama football. <laughs> shit. You know right. what I mean? Like yeah. So when when you say the seventy fifth anniversary team. In my mind, I think like should be 12 to 15 guys yeah, it, at most. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you're going to say top 75 for the 75th anniversary, it should be top 75 now. Uh, well, no, and, that would get that would get down into the bench. And so and on so on here it says the 25th anniversary team nobody who was active was allowed to be part of the like the 25th. Team. So it's changing rules every fucking time there's anniversary. And so to me, honestly, the shit the that rule, if that was the rule for all of them, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, because because then it leaves out the whole. It is did so and so get snubbed, but yeah. burned, you know what I mean. Yeah, but so to me, adding team to the end kind of throws off the whole seventy five. Now that you speak on that, because that's that's I didn't realize that until, or think about that until now. You're right. Every fucking anniversary they throw out there with team should be. Third, twelve to well, 15. it's like if you if you go on like we say to, onto two K, and it's like the the, the seventy the, or the Lakers team like the greatest the greatest team yeah you have Kobe Magic yeah fucking you Hakeem, don't have, yeah. and even if it's like the NBA or if it's like the two thousands greats yeah. you don't have thirty guys on that yeah. team you know what I mean you're right you're right sure. um, but the whole point here was. That Russell, Kuzi, Mikan, and Pettit are the only four that have been named each time. That's wild. Only four. That's crazy. And for the first one, only ten people named. Yeah. So there's only six other dudes on that squad. And then the next one, there's only eleven named. Yeah. So there were six others and a new one besides them. And well, and so the crazy thing is, again, that thing that popped up on the TV was a little misleading. The 50 players from the 50th anniversary weren't required to be part of the 75. They all were just re-voted in. Oh, my God. Yeah, fuck all that. So the graphic that popped up, you know how they clickbait your yeah. ass? Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it To me, when it popped up, it was a little misleading. It, to me, it made it sound like the, all the 50 
had, had to, to be, be in. Yeah, they were just grandfathered in. But no, they were actually all voted back in. That's wild, bro. That's, um, that's so wild. Um, so there's so there's four, also, oh, five. There's five NBA legends who are going to serve as ambassadors for throughout this season. Um, Clyde Drexler, Magic Johnson, Dirk, um, Pettit, and Oscar Robinson. Uh, they will they'll be representing different eras of the league's history. They'll make appearances throughout this season. It'll be like 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. Yeah. What? No. 2000s? That'd yeah. be Nowitzki for the 2000s. Yeah, this, yeah. Um, they will make appearances throughout the season at random games, I guess. I mean, don't they do that anyways? And they will have a significant presence at the All-Star game in Cleveland. Are they going to fucking play? Is it going to be the old heads versus the new heads? I, Man, fuck out of here with that shit. Hey, the NBA is whack with that shit. Look, the NBA is forefront when it comes to social issues. They are the greatest. They lead the way. And the other fucking organizations like the NFL, NHL, M- MLB, they follow suit eventually. So, like, the NBA is the front runners when it comes to dealing with any social issue. But with this shit, this ticky-tack shit, you guys are fucking dumb as shit. Tell me. Not you guys, but, you know, the people that make these fucking rules. Tell me for an all-star game, because, like, obviously all-star game, there's no defense, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Tell me. Unless you're Kobe. Yeah. Tell me they shouldn't put a fucking circle. In the corner, like right as you cross half court. In the corner, yes. In the corner. Yes. For each corner. Four, four or five point. Four point play. Fuck it. Just for the all-star game. Yes. You know, Damon and Steph are going to fucking chef that shit up. That's what I'm saying. Like, let them add some fun. Right. Some fla- like, they are, most of these motherfuckers don't play defense. And I, I respect why they don't. Yeah. It's you, mid-season. Yeah. I'm tired some of these guys, shit. Some of these guys are forced to play. Yeah, and they're on their teams on a championship run, trying to get there. Because Kobe, speaking of Kobe, he tried to sit out an All Star game because his back when his pinky got jacked up. Yeah, he's trying to rest it so they could go after a championship. Mm. And if you're voted into the All Star game and you play the game, the last game mm-hmm. before All Star break, you have to attend the All Star. But game. what happens if you don't? You What's- get fined. Yeah, I think Kobe could have. You know what I'm saying? But he's such a competitor, too. And so it's. But the thing is, like, why should you be fine? Right? I mean, like NFL. You, so remember, do you. I mean, you're a little bit younger, but you should still remember. The Pro Bowl was before the, the Super Bowl. It was after the Super Bowl. It used to be after the Super Bowl. It is after now. No, it it's, used it's, to be before, and now it's after. Did they redo it to after? Since when? For it's, a lot. For, for years. No, it's, it's two weeks before the Super Bowl. Then the, the Pro Bowl's always been... Oh, no, it was after and now it's It before. was after. It was like a week or two after the Super Bowl. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. everybody they got voted in, and barring injury, could play in the Super Bowl and get that money or yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay, yeah, you know, so, yeah, no, yeah, I know you guys turn around and shit. But um, then a handful of years, I don't know, like 10 years ago, they put it two weeks before the Super Bowl. Well, think about this. These teams that are in the playoffs that are making runs Super Bowl, yeah, they're going to have... Some players that get fucking voted into the Pro Bowl. You know, you know what I'm saying, though? Like, of course they're going to be. Their team is doing hella good and being looked at. Yeah. So now players have to sit out to fucking they load manage, which in this situation, I understand load management because two weeks, you have a fucking, or a week, because like, the Pro Bowl's a week before. Yeah. Because you have two weeks off from the last playoff game of the season till the Super Bowl. 
So they in the middle they they drew that fucking Pro Bowl weekend, which is dumb as shit. Goodell, you're a fucking idiot. I'm not gonna say that the word Gruden used. <laughs> Anyways, um, but hell, players have to load manage to be able to play in the Super Bowl and try to fight to win a championship. Like this shit's dumb as hell. Well, it's like back when it used to be after you still had some guys that played in the Super Bowl who yeah. were like, nah, yeah, I'm yeah, good. fuck that, I got my ring. Or, or even guys or, that lost who were like, man, I'm yeah. just ready to start the offseason. Yeah, I want to go vacay with my family and get this behind me. Because really, like, they don't make a ton of money. It's like... With 25 to play, 50 if you win. Something like what that. what it was last I seen. Um, or it, maybe it was 50 to play, 100 to win. But league minimum, you, that's good money. But league minimum players usually aren't making the Pro Bowl. Not, um, not regularly. Yeah, not regularly. But that load management, I understand. This whole LeBron James uh, resting himself, and not just this last year, so, so older, last, but years ago when he was, wasn't as old. So last season, Bullshit. to play, 37000 Okay. To win, 74000 And then taxes, so 25 and 50 probably. Yeah, essentially. Depend, well, yeah, depending on what state you play in. Yeah. Which, and that's another thing, like Pat McAfee said. You moved it from fucking Hawaii to Arizona. It was fun to go to Hawaii. And it was play a, the it was Pro a, Bowl. It's like a, it's like a destination wedding where you're like, shit. I really don't want to go to the wedding. Yeah, but I want to go to the place. But it gives me an excuse to go to Hawaii yes. or wherever. Yep. And players, they, they, they would bring their families, and they yes. would, it would be a they mini would all intermingle. <sighs> The family, the kids would hang out at the pool. The players that from fucking rivals that hated each other in the field and fight each other would come together and fucking be cool. And the crazy thing is, for a lot of people that don't know, Hawaii has some deep passion for football. Oh, one million percent. They've got their college, but because of the Pro Bowl, I've got fam- in-laws, like Matt, my wife's fucking cousins um, and shit that, that, that moved out to Hawaii and shit. You know, Drea, Tiffany... And, and uh, Big Aunt, they moved to Hawaii, and that's, like, they're huge Raiders fans. They're actually from San Jose, but huge Raiders fans. And that shit carries over in Hawaii. Those motherfuckers can't get enough. That's why they play. They should, instead of going to fucking London or, or Mexico or whatever, or whatever, add a fucking Hawaii game. That's one of our states. Yeah, no, in Hawaii, like, they're big. Like, yeah, they love Hawaii, like, their, their college. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I feel like... Most Hawaiian like people that are into football mm-hmm. are more into Oregon. Oregon is a huge deal. On yeah, that's a powerhouse. Just like most, like when I lived in Utah, the LDS Church, the Mormons were so big that you have so many Polynesian people, Samoans, Tongans up there in 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 Utah because of the Mormon Church. They were the only like congregation only church that went over to like Hawaii to Samoa to Tonga and shit and 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 started teaching their uh, studies of, 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 you know, the Bible and, and religion. So, like, that's it's just a <coughs> comparison. In Utah, it has one of the biggest cultures of some, like, Pacific Islanders yeah. that I've ever seen. I guess New Zealand and Australia are the same, but they're closer to the Pacific Islands yeah. or close to, but religion-wise, it's Utah. But Oregon is, like you're saying, with the Pacific Islanders, Huge because they recruit recruit a lot from there. Too. Yeah, that Oregon like Oregon College for some reason like has the biggest population of of Pacific Islanders. Like unless like Islanders. when you talk like in like all the guys that I've met that mm-hmm. I've 
that either their lineage comes from there. Mm-hmm. It's either they're either all about Hawaii, mm-hmm. which not a lot. They, it's not Oregon a, more than Hawaii. Hawaii is more like because it's there and they yeah, can't. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. They're either... But like, Oregon's their first choice. Yeah, like legit, if you're like... If you had... like If, if a bunch of schools gave you offers, where are you going? It, most of them are going to say Oregon because that's like through and through blood. Like Yeah, that's where their cousins and family members or people they look up to have played. Yeah. Role models and shit. You know, like... Uh, Marcus Mariota and stuff, you know, I, and that's just one. I said one name, but you know, it doesn't explain. Oh yeah, everything. no, the list is yeah, it's crazy. Pacific Islanders in Oregon, which is a has to be a culture shock, because Oregon gets so much fucking snow. Oh my goodness, the culture shock has to be crazy. I think I watched a documentary on. Well, I'm not think I watched a, a documentary on Mariota, and I believe. He was talking about the first time it snowed there and how he was just like in like in awe, like what the hell, you know? Because they're from these Pacific Islands that the weather's always nice and your beachfront and shit, you know? Yeah. But yeah, it's crazy. It, it's shit's just crazy. But uh, <clears throat> are we moving on? Or are you are you uh, researching something right now, Big? Oh no, you're fine. I was just looking to see um, <clears throat> if there was anything about Oregon, and so. In what is this 2020? Mm-hmm. It literally one of these sports websites said, "Did Oregon just get every top commit from Hawaii?" <laughs> this it's true though. <laughs> it's fucking true. But um, we were saying about the NBA top 75, and we have two stories on, on my page for the NBA. But the other one, or one of the one of the two, is the Bucks championship ring. Facts. That's just wild. Ooh. You had a point up earlier. You probably don't need more about the 360 stones, and that was because after the new management or owner owner group took over, they've won 360 games. On in what in the three years that the new ownership has taken over, if you open it, you can uh, pull the top off the ring, and it's got a um, a little um, round yeah, so that pops open to where you can hang it on a necklace. As in, like, you can turn this ring into a fucking pendant for a chain. It's got a QR code. Yeah, so the QR code. Yeah, we, we, uh, we looked this up earlier. We, we stole the... We, didn't, well, we, we screenshot the, we the picture. Zoomed in, and Big Mike uses QR reader yeah, to scan it. So it takes you to a website. Uh, that gives all the details in a short video yeah, on the road too. Yeah, it's 2021championsring.bucks.com. And it literally gives you, it shows like the first thing you see is a picture of them holding up the trophy. There's a little video that says Journey to the Championship. And this is this is what all the stuff, because for those of you that didn't know, everything that goes into a championship ring, how many diamonds, all this stuff, it always has meaning. So, 360 is the total victories under the new ownership. Their first regular season victory came in November 2nd, 2015. It was a 103-96 win over the Brooklyn Nets. Um, 16 emerald-shaped diamonds on the left side of the ring. Um, that's the how many victories it or how many wins it took for them to get their championship. So that wait, they I was saying they didn't sweep. In the well yeah, I mean you still you still either way, sweep or not, you still get the same amount of wins. 
Oh, it wins. Oh, my fault. My fault. My fault. Sorry. Yeah, you still get the same amount of... Yeah, because I was thinking about the dubs and how they swept, 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 you know? Yeah, and so the 16 emerald-shaped diamonds on the right side of the ring are their... Each one is for a division title they have. Um, Three is the approximate carat weight of the shank. Um, Is that the piece that comes off, or...? I'm not. I'm not sure. Uh, Fifty round stones on the inner bezel. Um, after fifty years, it's because it was fifty years, but be- exactly between their yeah. last trophy and this trophy. I, I thought it was fifty-three. Nineteen seventy-one to no, yeah. twenty twenty-one. No, no, so I, I was wrong, obviously. Um, <clears throat> uh, and so, and, they, and well, it, so like when I read the article. Um, Two days ago, it said fifty. Yeah, you're right. Fifty for the amount of years it's been between championships, not for the fifty piece that Giannis had dropped in that last game, and not for the fifty piece that he ordered from Chick Fil A the next morning. That's funny. That's the article I read. So whoever like wrote that article, like fucking kudos. But sorry, it says the Milwaukee Bucks made history and fulfilled the Bucks in six mantra. So that was added. To the side of the ring. Like the Suns in four that yeah. uh, got shitted on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then t- two trophies are on inside the shank. So is that inside the ring, that the part that touches your finger, I'm guessing? I, I don't know. I don't know. Either way, sorry, go ahead. Um, it's for the, um, the Larry O'Brien trophy, because they have two of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 65.3% is the purity of the gold that's used on the trophy. That's some crazy... For what reason? They, there's a reason for that. Does it show? Um, the Milwaukee Bucks finished their season with a record of 46-26 and 26, with 7 losses and 16 wins in the playoffs, which brings their final season record to 62-33. and 33, yep. That's some ultimate trolling shit, almost. With the percentage being 65.3%. Yeah. So I knew they there was reasons for everything. They intentionally, they intentionally made the the trophies yeah. and the that um, and the then percentage of the stones. Everything was there. There's reason for fucking this everything. right here. The total carat weight of the emeralds. Yeah, four point one four. Yeah, what's the area code for Milwaukee? Four one four. Four one four. Yeah, they were they were really fucking brainiacs when they came when they came to the ship and. Uh, the approximate carat weight featured in the wording world champions, 0.53. And that's because it was, um, team played their first regular season game against the Bulls in 1968, which would be 53 years. That's, see, that's just crazy. That's what I'm saying. The thought that these people. I wonder who designed it. Because Tiffany Jewelers makes it. Who designed it? Let me see. But in. Also, freaking um, so the top, the removable top. So the the Warriors' last championship ring, the top of the ring, it's like a dome. You can unscrew it; it comes off, and it has more uh, art or whatever you want to call it, and 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 facts in there and shit. And you can screw the ring back on the top of it. Yeah. With the Bucks, their ring is on like a clasp where you pull the top off, and a hinge folds out. That could be put on a chain. So you could take this diamond top off, this little octagon square piece, take it off your ring, 
have like a Cuban link chain or something, you know, that will fit through the latch of the bezel, the, the hole on it. And you can, you, this ring, this championship, big ass championship ring turns into a pendant for your necklace. Like the shit they're doing every year, it just gets, it's like pimp my ride. Or I heard you wanted uh, some jewelry for your jewelry. So we're putting jewelry on your jewelry on your jewelry. You know what I'm saying? Facts. I'm surprised so. when you popped that bezel off. It didn't have a, a necklace inside it. That comes out. You feel me? Like, what the fuck? So if you were the one who designed the Bucks championship ring, mm-hmm. and I went the, to the your... The Milwaukee Bucks, not the Buccaneers. And I went to your website, mm-hmm. do you think you'd put it at the top? Because this guy did. One million percent. What the fuck? His name, uh, Jason of Beverly Hills. Is oh, yeah. He's a huge jeweler down there. But yeah, so his... Literally, when you go to his website... The whole the whole screen's translucent and it's a video of the ring spinning and shit. Yeah. Go to Jason Beverly Hills website. What's the actual website? It's jasonofbh.com. And Check this shit out. There's literally a learn more button that He gives the facts on the, it. Oh, there's a 3D walkthrough of the ring. What? Hey, I'm gonna have to watch this when we done. Y'all fucking ten people that listen to us. Or whoever in the future, check this shit out. This ring is pretty fucking dope. It's pretty dope. Yeah, and inside the ring, it has like different logos and stuff. Every logo the, the team has ever used throughout their whole conception. And like different, like. Uh, the pennants. Yeah, well, it says like some of it's cut off and stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's like pennants, there's established in 1968. Minus, or mind you, pennants mean those flags you get that are triangular shape, long triangular sideways shape with the stick. Those are called pendants also with the logo on them. You know, like the old school flags you'd hold up. Yeah. So, yeah, so this also breaks it down. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, the ring's dope. The ring's dope. I wonder what it, it would cost if you were buying it, but, I mean, that's that's a whole different story. Did they say how much it cost? I no, I did. Oh, well, I I'm sure it did somewhere. I didn't look into that though. Are you looking that up right now? Yeah. So while he's looking up, uh, so Nike and Beaverton, Oregon, where they're established from, you know the 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 owner of Nike is a Oregon Ducks alum, and um, their whole facility is in in Beaverton, Oregon. And it's state of the art. Do you have interrupt me when you figure it out? Okay. All right. Um, but their 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 whole compound is fucking nuts. It's huge. It's state of the art. If you uh, watch Drake's video, what's the one with him and Lil Durk? Big. Do you know the? Um, is it Smile Now or some mm-hmm. shit like that? He films his whole video driving up to the compound. In the compound, like the jet skis on the little fucking. Waterfront up front is at Nike, but they just opened up the, well, I don't know if they just opened up, but I they just reported on the LeBron James uh, new building, and it's called uh, LeBron Innovation Center or something like that, and this shit is crazy. It's got one part where it's all the molds of every shoe that has been for... Uh, all the LeBrons, the King's Secret Collection, and it shows, let me see, um, five across, four down, 20 different shoes. Yeah. And it's in a, a, like a, a casing and stuff. Um, 
I'm trying to see more. It's got a uh, meeting room with art everywhere. It's um, it literally has a Winnebago inside with the whole side of it open. It's it's it, if you guys get a chance, look up the um, Nike Lebron the yeah, center. But yeah, the the laugh now cry later is a, the music video from Drake and Lil Durk, where um, it shows the Nike compound. But this this compound's crazy. If I were to explain it, it I I explained it for like an hour. But outside it's got um, it's got a ramp that is a gradual incline and it goes up like three stories on the outside and it's a track <sighs> material like that that like that clay that red clay yeah. um, color yeah and it goes up and around. It's got it, a statue of LeBron James uh, signature um, um, was it logo the. The L J whatever the crown in the middle. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. The out front, the L B J in the middle. It's huge, but yeah, if you guys get a chance, check it out. It's uh, Nike Innovate uh, Lebron Nike in a Lebron Innovation Center. But yeah, and so back to the ring. I just <coughs> um, they actually never release exactly what any ring is worth. Wow. Um, estimation for last year's ring was around. Around $20,000. What was that that won last the year? The Lakers. Lakers, okay. It was a... Well, not last year. The Bucks won last year, but the, the year before yeah, yeah, the Bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um, the estimation is around $20,000 per ring. That's it? Yeah. For all that? Yeah. You would think just hardware alone, the silver or platinum or gold, and then rubies, amethysts, and fucking... The stones, Yeah. you would think would be a lot. And I mean, the, the person that... Estimated could be way the fuck off. Yeah, and the design, having all the craftsmanship and had to stencil shit in, you're t- all the labor. You're t- but what I'm saying is, you're telling me that like I felt like twenty was low too, but I respect that they're not gonna. Yeah. Be out there saying how much each ring costs. Yeah. So how? I mean, how how can you estimate that? You can't estimate the craftsmanship. That bitch is probably at least a hundred. Well, I don't know. But then again, you're making mass. So think of an NBA team. What twelve to fifteen players? Well, plus they give the rings to the coaches, management, ownership, front office staff. I watched the thing earlier. Yeah, I watched the thing earlier. It was a shoe collection from a guy that started off. Uh, for the Boston Red Sox, at day after his 16th birthday, working um, concessions, frying uh, chicken tenders and fries, then moved to security. Security, that's it. And when they won their first championship in like a thousand years, he said he was offered the chance to get a ring. I'm guessing he had to pay for it, or there was something more to it because the there's, way he, well, there's taxes probably involved <clears throat> because like, you have to pay taxes on gifts. Got you. Okay, so he said I was offered a chance to get a championship ring, and he had one, and it's a big ring, and maybe not as big as you know the Bucks or I the know, NBA one. From from watching like documentaries and like they get they gift shows. the front the whole front office everything. Um, like cheerleaders ones are different. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like if you like if you weren't directly involved, things they're as in coaching, management, ownership, and players. They're different. Yeah, they're okay. not as gaudy. Yeah, which makes sense. Well, yeah, because you got to think about like, and I'm not obviously I'm not a jeweler or whatever, yeah. but like, three hundred and sixty small diamonds, mm-hmm. um, emeralds, whatever else. Yeah. stones, stones. Like you're talking twenty thousand. That's cheap. And you're making well, them in bulk. Well, but, you're mean, making them in bulk. 
If it's an NBA team, you have to make that same exact ring minus the difference is the name on the the side and the number. number. For each fucking player in the NBA is 12 to 15 players or whatever, right? 13. But you're talking about football. You got a 53-man roster, not including coaches, coordinators, management, owners. Fifty. Then you're probably looking at 75 I don't know, maybe? I don't know. I'm not I probably not hundred. But for sure seventy-five different rings have to be exact, minus the name and the players have different numbers on theirs on you know, the coaching staff might have like if they're an offense coordinator, it might be O C on the side instead of a instead of a, a number. Uh, you know, head coach might be have H C instead of a number. Yeah. But you know, you know, say like um the Buccaneers. Brady's gonna have his Brady and then the other side is 12. Bruce Arian, the coach, can have Arian and then probably HC on the other side. So it's still kind of the same. But you have to make at least, what, 75 rings probably identical oh, yeah. minus the name and number. So you're making the shit in bulk. I don't know. That shit's wild, bro. Like, there's things that I've always been as since growing up that fascinate me. One is big machinery has always been a thing. Like, Earth movers and excavators. Yeah. Shit that's just ridiculously huge and shouldn't work but does. And shit like this. Little um, uh, precise stuff like rings and how they're So made. I looked up just to see um, like what the Lakers ring had in it to see if how yeah. comparable. So in total... The Lakers ring has 804 stones and is about 15.5 carats of white and yellow diamonds. Yeah. Well, the Lakers also have a more profitable so, organization. And so, talking about the details, this is the list of the details that were put into the 2020 ring. Um, There's 17 purple amethyst stones mm. to represent this team's 17 championships. Okay. It with 0.95 carats Almost one, yeah. of amethyst to acknowledge the 95 days that was spent in the bubble. Jesus. Um, there are 0.52 carats of yellow diamonds to stand for the 52 uh, regular season wins. Around the ring, there are 17 trophies on top of the amethyst stones yeah. to acknowledge the 17 championships. Yeah. Each player's number surrounds the ring. Yeah. Mm. Um, the number has a mamba snake behind it to pay homage to Kobe Bryant. That's fucking dope. Because it was a year he passed, too. That's fucking dope. And the 2020 to 21 team slogan was put on the side, which is leave a legacy. That was their gotcha. mantra. Um, there's a removable top. Mm. Yeah, that, that was that started with the Warriors. The Warriors 2016 ring was the first one you can remove the top, and it was unscrewed, and the inside was the bowl of Oracle Arena. But and so it reveals all the retired jerseys. Wow. With special emphasis on the two Kobe Bryant jerseys. The 8 and 24. The background behind all the retired jerseys is a snakeskin texture. That's dope. For the Mamba. Um, the removable top has unity written on the underbelly. With each player's name in the background that was part of the championship. Yeah. Um, the regular season record is featured on the side of the ring, and the record of each individual playoff series is on the side. Um, that's how it was for, I don't know if we said it, for the Bucks. They had their, each 
uh, playoff record on the side too. Yeah. Four and zero, four and three, four and two. Yeah. That on the side. Um, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how different looking at rings now, how gaudy these championship rings are getting. Yeah. Compared the to like those are small and swell like a class ring. Yeah, and so like, I'm on the Lakers history page, and it's like the 2010 ring, because that's the last time they won before that. Yeah. It's like it has like 16 diamonds on it for the championship. There's like not as much thought. Yeah. Going into it, you know what I mean. And then, like, the 2009, like, it's just, when you go back... Yeah, it's a huge change. It's, like, there's a little bit of thought, but nothing like there is now. Yeah, it's, it's, every year's getting bigger and bigger. And now, this last year, the Bucks, now this fucking ring turns into a pendant for a necklace. Yeah, that's what, so I'm what next? You're gonna have, you're gonna open it up, it's gonna be a ring that's certain, and part of it can be a pendant, and then you have two diamond earrings that pop out, too. And a watch, you know, eventually it might be it, it might be a ring with a watch inside it. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so the 1981, which is the first one they won. Okay. It legit looks... Like a class ring? Like it could be a class ring. Damn like man. that's... It literally like... <laughs> it's so janky looking like... It just has one diamond in the middle. You're like, what's the material? Stainless steel and cubic zirconia? <laughs> it's tough, dude. Maybe, but fuck it. You know, that means the world to somebody who won that. Oh, fast. And they'd rather have that than the new one because it may, you know, the meat, you know, the nostalgia and shit. That's crazy, though. That's nuts. See, rings are getting gaudy and crazy. Oh, facts. That's, yeah. I don't know. What are you going to start giving fucking a ring that pops out and has a hologram? You know what I'm saying? You open it and, and you could project it on the wall. And it could give you that video, right. it's a five minute video of the the race to the championship. That'd be dope. That would hey, be. Beverly Hills, like Jason of Beverly Hills, like hey, hit me up, hit us up, Big and Bliss Podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up. Um. So when I was looking at that, what do you think Shaq's ring size is? His ring size? It says it's the biggest ring they've ever had to make. Twenty one. No, 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 not that big. Really? Okay. 15. 17. Okay. His shoe size is 23. Yeah, he had a... I saw something one time where he had like a car dealer or like a rim shop, mm-hmm. and he wouldn't sell a rim smaller than his shoe size. That was like the whole... like. I, was, I love 24s, bro. I was I like, get, that was I his whole it. thing. Is he he wouldn't sell it. a rim smaller than his shoe. Wouldn't? Oh, he, he owned a rim yeah, shop. Yeah, like it was like a I tire shop. I think he had a rim shop that he went to that he wouldn't... Buyer. No, he hey. like he was like partner in this like that had shop that or something. Had to be in Miami. Had to fucking be Miami. And he, he literally like it was it I don't I it was years and years ago, like mm-hmm. and it was yeah, he was it was like this thing you like it was his whole motto is he yeah. wouldn't sell a rim that was smaller than his shoe size. I get it. Well twenty four is twenty threes, twenty well twenty threes are hard to come by. Any odd number is really like when you hit twenties, twenty one, twenty three, twenty you don't it's so hard. You know, yeah, you know, twenties, twenty twos. They make twenty ones and twenty threes, but it's hard to find tire size. But um, I get that had to be Miami because all like uh, people down in Miami especially love dunks, boxes, and bubbles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, putting the big rims on the older cars and shit. And I, that's I love that shit too. In there, switching lanes, right? You know, that's more like a Texas swinging. What do I say? I don't drink and drive. I well, I heard sip and swerve, but. It, for you or us, uh, for us, it'd be sipping schwang. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that's always been that funny shit. But um, 
I think we've. I've only got two more on my list, and it's about you know Evander Kane and uh, Demonte. Oh, three Demonte Casey and Ennis Cantor. I mean, it's probably gonna be the last subject we talk about, or whatever you have. We have one to talk about. What do you have over there, Big? I've got most of my stuff wrapped up over here. So which one do you want of those three? Ennis, Demonte, or Vander? Well, I mean, Ennis is a quick one, um, mainly because I don't really know. Like, yeah, I know what he did. He plays for the Celtics now. Uh, yeah. He used to play for the Blaze Trailblazers, Portland Trailblazers. He's been, NBA. He's been, in, a, he's been in a couple different stops. <clears throat> okay. So, but, uh, supposedly he did what? He showed his support for the he, he said, he, and I saw the picture, he has some, like, not on-court sneakers, mm-hmm. but he has some, like, shoes that he had painted, and it says, Free Tibet on the side. If you guys don't know, um, China's, yeah, not at, well, I can't say at war, they're at I think odds. Tibet, once it's... It's freedom from China. Yeah, it's independency. And, so. and and that's as much as I know. Yeah, and, yeah, we're not getting all that. but um, So China said they're not going to broadcast anything, <laughs> any games. Mind you, China's one of the big basketball countries. I think second biggest and then Australia's third. But yeah. um, They're not going to broadcast any games that involve the Celtics. Because, because of Ennis. Because of what he or said. Or anything that Ennis has to do with, yeah. not just basketball or games. Yeah, any highlights, any any of that bullshit. Nothing, They're anything. boycotting Ennis Cantor. And I think Ennis Cantor's from, like, Turkey or some shit. Yeah, he's... He he's did. not even from that region. But he's supporting or showing support, which is cool. But... I mean, I don't like. I don't get into the political movement, so I don't know what the whole situation between. China I know that it's been going on for a like uh, long, a long time. time in Taiwan, all that shit. There's a lot of beef going down. He's from there. Switzerland. Okay, my fault. I, I mean, a hey, at least he's taking a stand because Switzerland they always neutral. Yeah, all they do is fucking around with watches, knives, and chocolate. <laughs> they don't want no smoke. Facts. They just like nah, fam. Yeah, oh yeah, and then offshore bank accounts, but you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know nothing about that. So, but Literally. hey, more power to you, Ennis. I'm not saying I, I don't know what's going on, so I don't. I don't. Hey, have, but use your platform. I don't have an opinion to speak on if that's right or wrong. I'm guessing it's probably right because I've heard that China's a democracy, and but I don't know. And then we'll do some quick bumps real fast. But yeah, I'm just no saying, pun like, intended. You like use your platform. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It's, I, I don't remember where I saw it, but I saw it the other day, and it said uh, for Kaepernick, because yeah. he tried to use his platform, but a lot of guys are starting to think that he didn't actually use his platform for what he was saying. I watched um, I Am Athlete podcast, Brandon Marshall's podcast, and uh, they had uh, Des Bryant on there, and he said that he didn't use his platform, and he said he was really upset about it. not mad, but upset. And he said, he, he said uh, Cap's bro. His, uh, so that's my bro. He said, I reached out to him. We stayed in contact. And he was saying that he just didn't do... Like he, had what, this, he said that he was going to do all these things. And didn't do that. But at the same time, Des said he didn't use his platform. He had, the, you know, he had the platform. He had all the attention. And didn't do what he should have or what he said he was going to. And then B. Marsh and, and the other guys on the show, I think maybe Ocho Cinco, asked him what he didn't do and he didn't really have an answer for it like he 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 had answers for it but he also understood that there was other things that that cap could have done that he wasn't aware of but he was saying either way the long story short was that he thinks that cap should have done a lot more with the spotlight that he had and for what he the big game he talked and he said that um he he was like i hit bro up and bro wouldn't respond after that and yeah yeah anyways and then, speaking of football, well, 
and uh, Des Bryant Cowboy, but DeMonte Casey, who um, spent the whole, almost his whole career in Atlanta. His, well, for his the whole Falcons, career so far. Minus this this season. Yeah. Now he's, I think he's 27, 28. He's a safety for the Cowboys. He got a DWI out there in Texas in the, the let's how I say it, the Colony, Texas. And I guess where he got pulled over and arrested for, or at, was like three or five miles away from the, the star of Texas in Frisco, Texas, which is where the training facility for the Cowboys is. Um, he got pulled over for not... 3 a.m. Yeah, 3 a.m., not signaling to change lanes. And then when the officer um, approached the vehicle, he said he, he reeked of alcohol. His eyes were gloss and glassy. And DeMonte Casey had admitted to having three shits, shots, sorry, three shots of liquor in the last few hours and leaving a party. So he was ultimately arrested for DWI. Yes, I mean. That's a harsh situation. Um, I don't know. Do it, 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 you want to speak? We talked about earlier the card that most teams give you, but we know for a fact the Cowboys give you. Yeah, I mean, for those people that don't know, a lot of professional teams. We sign with them. Um, you have access to uh, a car service where they will come and drive your car home for you, no matter the time, nothing. Or if you don't want someone driving it, a tow truck, flatbed tow truck, come and pick your shit up. And personally, one, I would take advantage of it. Two, I if I have like a like a supercar, uh, I'm not having it trailered. I like I know that tow truck drivers and all this shit. I just could not see, like, if I had a Lambo, I don't trust a tow truck guy enough. Tow truck guys, like, yeah, like, there's got ones that are great at their job, whatever, but I've seen, like, just little damage from, like, yeah. pulling it up onto one of those things. And, yeah, even if they're the ramps, you can't trust everybody. And so, like, me, if I, like, legit, <laughs> if I had signed, like, excuse me, I, I'm going to be like, hey, bro, you can drive it. Well, so so that lead, like be the dude hanging out the passenger side of his best friend's ride. All that. It's not about what. It's not about the size of the what. How's it? What's it's the not about up? the size of the car. It's the arm hanging out the window. <laughs> but um, that lead is like I that I re, it reminds me of something. So, the rapper Flowrider, years ago had this Bugatti Veyron, and uh, I don't know if he might still have it, but the story is something I remember from fucking five ten years ago. In the heat of, like, the heat of his success, like, when he was big, big. Down in Miami, he was in his Bugatti and driving and got pulled over in his Veyron. I mean, mind you, at this time, it's $2 million car. Now they're probably a little bit more because the value's up now. Yeah. But um, he got pulled over and he ended up getting a DUI and fans were walking next and taking videos next to the, you know, where he got pulled over on the side of the road. Flowrider, blah, blah, blah. Hey, we'll drive your car home, yada, yada. Anyways, um, the cops were going to have it towed, and he told them, you're not fucking towing my car. It's $2 million. If anything happens to that car, you're liable. The tow company's liable, yada, yada, yada. They let him, and it might have just been more because he's a celebrity, but they let him call his uh, manager to come down and drive it home for him. But that just that's piggybacking off Big Mike saying, he wouldn't feel comfortable with somebody driving his supercar, hypercar, luxury. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that piggybacks off that. But either way, 
the Cowboys are in a bye week, so I'm guessing Devontae was like, shit, we get a bye week. I'm going to fucking cut loose and have my cheat days and yada yada, and it ended up fucking him, which is going to ultimately fuck my Cowboys over because he's going to get, what, a two-game suspension probably? Yeah, I think it's two-game for, for a DUI or first, usually, usually. And I, honestly, I don't. I didn't follow him enough in Atlanta to know whether or not he's ever been in trouble. I've never heard of him getting in trouble either. But or yeah, so exactly. I've never, I've never seen it as like a headline or anything. But yeah, I, I mean, know. he's not like he, he's a good safety, but he's not like if Troy Polamalu would have gotten in trouble, that would have been. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would have been headline news. And so I just don't know if Casey's on that level where like any little thing he does is headline news. Yeah. No, he's not. He's a great. He's he's a really good defender, but he. I don't think he's like. So I, he's like I said, I don't know household. if he's ever been. In, if he's been in trouble before, it'll be longer, obviously. Four or six or way more, but yeah. And the last thing that I had to end off is, we've discussed Vander Kane, who was uh, I don't know a position, uh, for the San Jose Sharks hockey team, a few times or a couple of times on this podcast. Yeah. The first time he was. Uh, he had supposedly left his pregnant wife, and uh, he just left her, and she had claimed uh, that he was uh, gambling gambling and fixing games that he was actually playing in, which if that's the case, you're, done, you're Pete Rose, you're done. Pete Rose's Hall of Fame caliber numbers, like he holds records, Yep, will never probably be in the Hall of Fame. And the fact that he's even coaching in the MLB. Is he? Yeah, he was a hitting coach for... Oh, okay. I was thinking, like, manager, but yeah. Like, the fact that they, that, they got back he to was, that point... He was banned from even being allowed to go to any games. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Which, I don't get... Like, if you're a player and you cheated and shit, like, to ban you from being in a stadium or a field, like, it's kind of weird to me. Like, I can see getting banned, like, say I played for the White Sox. Yeah. And I did some shady shit and whatever through some games. If the White Sox wanted to say, hey, look, we don't want you... Oh, they can say whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, they can say whatever they want. I think it's wild to say that you just can't go to any MLB. He was never allowed anything MLB. Anything the MLB had control over, he was banned from. From going to games, from obviously playing, coaching, being NFL, being... Or I mean, not the NFL, being in the Hall of Fame, any of that shit. So, and then they loosened shit up. He started being allowed to go to games, and he would pay for the ticket... And go to games and sit in the stands like you or I would and watch the games. And then I totally didn't even realize that he was yeah, a he batting was, coach. Well, yeah. like Barry Bonds, too. He ended up coming in and being a batting coach for first. I think it was L.A. he was a coach for, and now he's with the Giants. But, yeah, Pete Rose admitted to fixing games, and he he's like the poster child of what not to do and all this shit. But uh, Evander Kane... His wife had accused him and actually gotten hold gotten a hold of the NHL front office and tried to give him all this info that he was gambling and fixing games that he was playing and basically point shaving or doing whatever. Well, the NHL did an extensive investigation and realized they found that to be completely false and he got cleared of all that shit. And that was the first time we reported on this man, Sharks, you know, San Jose Sharks player. Then a little while later, which was just a couple weeks ago, Big Mike and myself reported on Evander Kane, his ex-wife, who's seeming to be a jaded ex-wife. You know the deal. You and you're with somebody and everything's good, and then you guys break up, and all of a sudden she's going around town saying you have a little, you know, member, and all this stuff, and 
but at the time it wasn't little it was you know it was everything was fine but it, and that goes back to to men when you know this breakup they say things about a female that aren't true but anyways so she and i don't i don't even like getting into this but she had um at the second time reported domestic uh, assault and i believe uh sexual assault and then all the investigations led to that being false as well anyways this is the third situation do you have something to report on with the p roasting no i was just trying to see oh. where he was uh batting coach for gotcha so this new one and this is all him this is all vander kane's issue he got suspended for i believe 20 or 21 games now for submitting a false COVID-19 vaccination card. So I, I read the report shortly earlier, and it said that he had submitted a false vaccine identification, whatever it's called, I don't know, the, the, the vaccination um, proof card to the NHL. So he obviously did not get vaccinated and then had somebody... Um, I, I'm just going to say Photoshop because that's what most people go to. Photoshop a, a certificate or card or whatnot. So he's um, banned for, I think they said 20 or 21 games without pay. So me, if I was being lied on and this is making national news two different times, I got cleared two different times, I think I'd do everything to say the fuck out of the spotlight. What about you, Big? Oh, facts. I am trying to stay as Far away from the spotlight. I'm not even fucking jaywalking. I'm using my turn signals. DeMonte Casey. Yes. Or not driving drunk. Sorry, not driving drunk. But also using my turn signals. Yeah, yeah. Whether I'm drunk or not. So that's what I have. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is at that point. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But uh, we thank each and every one of you guys who have been rocking with us, who are rocking with us, who will be. Um, we appreciate everybody. And uh, this is episode 20 of the Big and Bliss podcast. And I'm sure we'll have a bunch of shit to talk about next week, including probably Tom Brady talking to shit, because every week there's something new with Tom Brady talking that shit. But anyways, um, that's Big Mike. I'm your boy Blizzy, and uh, we're signing off. Peace.